Hey guys, welcome to another Game & Watch It. Today, we're celebrating the 30th anniversary of everybody's favorite bounty hunter. We're doing something a little different today. This is Game & Watch It's first discussion, and the audio quality isn't that great. Um, please have patience, and we will get better. Without further ado, please enjoy our Metroid discussion. Thanks. Okay, joining me for this uh, session, we have... Hi, I'm Polly. Ed. I'm Ryan. Excellent. These are my two very, very close friends. Yay. And today we're going to be discussing something very special. Um, somebody just turned 30. Yeah. A woman that's close to all of our hearts. Who is she? I don't know. Some Samantha? I think it starts with an S, but... I think it's an Aaron with an E. Oh, right. Yeah. Samantha Aaron. It, like Aaron. An, an E and a Y. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's that kind of that's, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. She's got boobies and she's super sexy. Or she she is super sexy now, but she, she wasn't always that way. No! <laughs> I mean, okay. like, maybe an 8-bit world. Okay, okay. I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. <laughs> um, so you guys know me from, from my videos, and this is our, our channel. But you don't know Polly or Ryan, so... Polly, like, what are, you, what are you doing these days? Well, these days... I'm uh, pretty sure I just finished Ratchet and Clank for the third time now. Oh, no, no, no. Because that's, that's healthy. We can't talk about other games in Nintendo on this. All right, sorry. Okay, so, oh. what game were you playing? Uh, I've been playing Diablo 3. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, Ratchet and Clank, is that a remake? or? It was, yeah, the full-on remake for uh, the PS4, originally released on the PS2. One of my favorite franchises of all time, okay. and uh, they nailed it. They went in a bit of a, a slump recently. Past couple of games weren't the greatest, but well, they're Well, Insomniac, they did... Uh, Sunset Overwatch? Sunset Overdrive. Okay. Yeah. And they're doing the new Spider-Man game, which... Yes, that looks amazing. that might be... I'm sure it'll be just as good as all the other Spider-Man games. Spider-Man <laughs> Spider 2. Just as good. Spider-Man 2 and Ultimate Spider-Man for the GameCube are two of Spider-Man's greatest games. And then you have Maximum Carnage, and then you have a that, whole that is, pile of trash. You know who Maximum Carnage is made by? The Rainbow? Oh, we don't know. Set it up, man. Come on, LJN? LJN. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want an LJ, LJN t-shirt just because it's so, <laughs> it's so cool. Video game hipster. Yeah, we'll get more stuff thrown at you than like a Polytron t-shirt. <laughs> what's Polytron? Um, still fish. Or is it Polyphonic? Polytron? I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. I know what you're talking about. Something. Okay. The, the guy who made, um... Oh my god, what the hell is the game called? Fest. Fest, yes. Ah, uh, yes, okay. So Ryan, what are you playing? Um, these days I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. Uh, previous to that, I was starting finally playing Fire Emblem uh, Birthright. Which, which one is that? That's, I guess, the easier one of Fire Emblem Fates, because I guess I'm a little bit of uh, a wuss when it comes to those games. It's just so much effort to play those games, and they take so much time. 
as most JRPGs do. As most JRPGs yeah. want to do. But I, I love the, the strategy aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a huge fan of Advanced Wars and uh, sort of oh, turn-based strategy yeah. series. But I, I guess it's the inherent want to optimize and just constantly grind to level up your characters. Like, when I played Awakening, I was just grinding and leveling up my, like, children characters to the point where, like, the rest of the game was just a cakewalk. Can you do that in... You can in Birthright, not really in Conquest, from what I hear. Um, why not in Conquest? Uh, they just don't want you to. It's just a way that Conquest is artificially harder. Okay, okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, you're only really supposed to be able to get XP from the missions, and you can't repeat the missions. Okay, like, so the gate XP. Yeah, well, I, I think, I'm sure there's still, like, you can replay DLC missions or something if you're in Conquest. Mm-hmm. It's just that Birthright has this function that I've never used where you can pay gold to just grind enemies, but I find just the randomly spawn challenge stages come up with that that's never necessary. Okay. Then again, I'm playing on uh, casual mode because I'm a wuss. And you don't want anyone to die. No. Because it makes you feel like you're missing a part of the story afterwards. I know it's sort of the hardcore, well, your decisions matter. I'm like, well, yeah, now I just have to play the game over again. Okay. And I don't know, maybe that's just a horrible thing to say, but I prefer to play games once these days unless I really really well really we're adults like and we have money and when a new game comes out it's not like we're children yeah. we'd get a game for Christmas and we'd play the game over and over again yeah I mean uh, on the flip side of that I mean we used to do it all the time as kids Chrono Trigger is a perfect example mm-hmm. of it like the first time I played for that game I missed a bunch of the endings yeah. didn't even get the, the best one possible but I mean that was a simple did you know the endings well, that was a thing. I just kind of beat the game, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess this game well, this is, is a far different and then, game, argu- arguably the greatest, like, JRPG of all time. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of worth a second playthrough, unlike the, frankly, nonsensical stories of most Fire Emblem games that are barely hold together. Well, most JRPG games. Yeah. <laughs> what? I lost my memory. When I first started playing Awakening, <laughs> I'm like, seriously? So I'm playing another man-child... With crazy hair and amnesia. And a I gigantic won't... sword. He must have a gigantic sword. I wonder if we'll find out he's secretly related to someone evil. <laughs> That's never <laughs> been done. Even like Nino Kuni, one of my favorite JRPGs of all time, mm-hmm. kind of the same, same thing. Yeah, it's a state. But then you have like Earthbound and Pokemon where it's totally different. You're a kid and the world's beautiful. And it's, you have your memory. Yeah. But I mean, I mean Earthbound have... definitely had a story. Pokemon... So Black much. and White had a story. A very it good did. story, right? It did. I, I, I feel like it could have been better executed, but I enjoyed the games a lot. Mm. To the point where I wanted to play Black and White 2 when it came out. So, I mean, they did, no, they did a good enough job there. Okay, speaking of Pokemon, let's draw some Pokemon from memory. This is a, a game for you two. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to... I already randomly picked a Pokemon on randomlypickapokemon.com or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's how it's going to be the easiest fun possible. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to draw Pokemon... And uh, we're going to put it up on my on our Twitter account. Um, you can find that at Rusty at Game and Watch Me. So um, if you're interested, give that give that a look through. So the Pokemon we're going to be drawing today is... Wait, are we doing this blind? I think that's the idea. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. Do you guys want to hear that again? Whiskash! Oh, you can't hear it because... Or, or I believe I heard that. Okay. I, I definitely heard it. I can say it again in case the somebody... The Pokemon could... is... Whiskash? Whiskash. So I got... It's entered right here. So this is a water ground Pokemon. 
I believe from the third generation. Um, it's Pokedex entries. So Whiskash is extremely territorial. Just one of these Pokemon will claim a large pond as its exclusive territory. If a, if a foe approaches, it thrashes around the, it thrashes about and triggers a massive earthquake. This is from the Sapphire entry. If Whiskash goes on a wild rampage, it sets off an earthquake-like tremor with, with a radius of over three miles. This Pokemon has the ability to predict real earthquakes. Fire Red, it makes a nest at the bottom of swamps. It will eat anything. If it, if it is alive, Whiskash will eat it. Uh, no peeking, Ryan. Basically, oh, these are actually quite good. Okay, I also have some some pencil crayons here if you want to add some color. I'll give you some more points. Does anyone know the color? Yep. Does anyone know what the Pokemon before? What, what Barboach. Yeah. Barboach. You guys Barboach. are good, eh? Yeah. I had no idea what this Pokemon was. Can I'm playing Pokemon consistently since I was in grade 6. Okay. And you mm. guys are obviously both playing Pokemon Go and loving it. Oh, yeah. Such a good game. Mm -hmm. Enjoying it. Loving it. I don't know. I'm having my fun with it. Okay, I'll give you guys another 30 seconds to finish up the drawing. Um, was Whiskash in any of your um, teams at one point? Nope. No. Not a favorite, eh? Nope. He's from Ruby and... Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gen 3. Yeah, I, know, I, I know you guys love Gen 3, so I, I filtered the randomness... Maybe, yeah. No, I can't remember what his fins look like, but I'm just going to guess. Just, there's this weird fin at the back I'm remembering. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's, I'm, uh, just, I'm just going with a normal fin. Five, four, three, two, and one. Okay, let's take a look at Whiskash. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got, I got a portion of it. It just, I couldn't get this fin quite right. Mmm. Okay, yeah. do you guys, Good does audio. anyone have the, the top fin with the three dots? No. The top fin, but not okay. the dots. My dad also kind of ran out of time. Okay, that looks like a little penis. Is that a penis? It is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got to breathe somehow. Excellent. So it, it is a raging direction. Okay, cool. So um, you can see these pieces of art on on the Twitter account. That's uh, Rusty at Game and Watch Me. Go check it out. Um, if you ever want to see a Whizcash with a wiener, then that's the place to go. Okay, guys, and this is. <laughs> we have some nice signatures. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Booker. This is a. Uh, can anyone describe what this is? Kind of looks like a bulldog. Yeah, like a is French a bulldog. Uh, I think it's a British bulldog. That's why he's dressed all Britishy. Oh, that wouldn't make sense. Bulldog. What's he dressed as? Police officer, I assume, yeah. or post office man, or yeah, something like that. Animal, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah. This is Booker. He's a police officer in all the Animal Crossing games. Mm -hmm. This card is used to. Um, Kind of like, oh, by the way, there's no cell phones here. So um, if you have a cell phone, no looking up things, no none of that mm -hmm. stuff. However, if you think someone, if we need to look it up, or you, you think someone has uh, is lying or or thinks they're right, you can you can use this card to look it up or call bullshit on somebody. Get it, bulldog bullshit. Uh, it's the bullshit card. I see what you did there. Okay, but first, you're gonna have to win it. Okay. So um. Sonic. Sanic? Sanic. Sanic. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't how you win, but does anyone have an idea of what the worst 
Sonic game is reviewed uh, uh, according to Metacritic. Critic. I'm assuming Sonic Boom. I gotta go with Sonic Boom. Are they just straight Sonic games or even like Sonic spin-offs or... We're gonna go with, like, let's go with console Sonic. There better be like some like Sonic puzzle adventure, like some kind of like Sonic Sudoku game that no human being would have ever heard Where of. Where is it being reviewed? This is Metacritic, so this okay. is everybody. Uh-huh. This is this is according to Metacritic. What is the worst Sonic game? This isn't the this isn't the this isn't how you win the card. I'm I'm calling Boom. Okay, it, it is Boom. You're right, Paulie. <laughs> Good job. Uh, yeah. It's By the way, horrible, I'm doing a happy dance. It's a horrible game. Yes. <laughs> I guess we're not counting that Shadow the Hedgehog. Like, oh, like God. Legend of Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, oh. When, he, when, he, when he was like skating around with a pistol. Isn't that the, is that the where Sonic when he, he turned into a... No, a no, that was Sonic Underground. Shadow the Hedgehog is when they made a standalone game for Shadow the Hedgehog, who is featured in oh, yes. Sonic Adventure 1 or 2 or both, whichever one it was. I know Sonic. I, I, know, I mean, I know Shadow. I love I think he's pretty But awesome. then they, they took his character, which was pretty good considering, and then gave him a gun? It was a bit of a controversial thing. Yeah, well, back to, to the poker card. Let's, what, so we, I have the score of that game here. If anyone, uh, I want you guys to pick a number and uh, whoever gets closest wins the, uh, wins the poker card. Mm-hmm. What, between one and what? 30 I guess two. one in a hundred. 64. Brian, did you look at my notes while I was away? No, honestly. It is 32. You are, you are bang on. <laughs> Damn. Good well, on you. This, this is All yours. Right. Legit. I'll probably draw a dick on this, too. No, that's our book card. <laughs> we'll be using it from time to time. It's like it's super bad. I was just about to say, it's like Jonah Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Metroid. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's whose birthday it is. It's Metroid. A Metroid? It's, it's a Metroid's 30, birthday? The series, Polly. It's it's 30 years of Metroid. Ah, so that's not, awesome. It's not Aaron Samuel's birthday. Aaron Samuel's. Samantha Aaron. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what we were going So the game about. doesn't start on Metroid. That's well, no. Really? Who does it start? Holy Samantha Aaron? <laughs> it's Samus Sam- Aaron for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Stop asking us questions, you know, we know the answers. But our listeners may not. They may be like 13, 14. We accept all all, all ages of listeners, but yeah, they might not know. I don't think babies should listen to this show. I was just drawing a dick on a Pokemon. Okay. I'm pretty sure we've dropped fuck and bullshit within yeah, maybe, probably a period of 10 maybe minutes. I'll, so. Maybe I'll boop, boop them out. <laughs> <laughs> With Mario noises. Yeah. So what was the first Metroid game you've ever played? Ooh, that I ever played? Super Metroid, SNES. Yeah, I never played the original. You never I mean, played I the did. Original. I did. I just didn't play it first. I played it when it was available through Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime. There's something you could do with a code, and it would unlock the full NES game. You're not in your head. You you know this secret. Yeah. yeah Is it a secret or? It's. I think it's 100% completion. Both Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion. It lets you play yes. the original Metroid on yes. Metroid Prime, as well as unlock the Fusion costume. I think. Yes. Something like that. I, I yeah, yeah. Remember, this is like. Oh no no that Fusion costume in Prime was amazing. Yeah. I, I was that. obsessed with Fusion. Fusion was my first game that I actually played properly. Yeah, really? We had the original Metroid. Of course, yeah. That's I mean, why it was both of our first, but we had no idea what the hell yeah, was going on. Ryan and I go way back. So when we were children, I had the NES cart and. Uh, 
I did not know how to do it. But it had such an ingenious level design. It was, for the first time, I'm, I'm used to playing Mario Brothers where you, you couldn't go backwards, you could only go forwards. And in this game, you go forward and you hit this wall. And of course, Samus can't crawl, right? Does, does, yeah. does Samus crawl? In some games. No, do you, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, Zero I'm, Mission, I think yeah. she does. Yeah. And right, yeah, have you yeah. seen the, uh, the Miiverse joke, remember? When everybody like, how do you, how does, how do you make Samus crawl? Okay, don't worry. So, to make what? Samus crawl, for the first time... <laughs> for the audience, we are staring blankly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in, in Metroid, you go to the, you go right, and there's this wall, and then you actually have to travel back, and then you find the Morph Ball power-up, and it was just, it blew my mind as a kid, and... and yeah. It was cool. It was the same thing like, in Super Metroid, for sure. They yeah. always made the Morph Ball first. But so you have to it, go and find it to get through those, like, little... Like tunnels and caverns to get through, yeah. to like a new. But I'm just saying, back in the NES day, like games were like I never played any game like that. I was playing Mario Two and and Mario. Mm -hmm. What other games were we playing as children? That I still remember the crappy map when you tried to decode Metroid once when we were. Did kids. I? Yeah, you, it was in like crayon. It was so like half-ass. I tried. tried. Like, you tried not to. I probably colors. didn't get very well, far. Well, once you got to the edge of the page and then you didn't know what to do, I think you ran out of paper or something. <laughs> and then just gave up. Yeah, that sounds like me. But yeah, that game confused the, the hell of me, the hell out of me. And um, but one thing that that was was awesome was the music. Mm -hmm. You open that up, and that haunting, chilling soundtrack. Fun fact: um, the Famicom Metroid came out on the Famicom on the disc system, and that had a had a fourth sound channel. So if you think mm -hmm. if you think of it like a like a band, um, the NES had a three person band. And the Famicom had a four-person band. Mm -hmm. And all the games that came out on the disc system in Japan was was kind of like a downgrade of music. Have you, did you guys know about this? Nope. No? Do you, you want to hear it? Sure. Okay, so here is the NES title that we got. Oh, I love this. It's so good. And now it's going to get... Now it's, uh, I don't know what they're doing, but they're... We're doing something. Okay, so now we're going to listen to the Famicom version. It's going to be a lot deeper and richer. Oh. Yeah, it's a lot closer to the Metroid, uh, Super Metroid theme. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, good, good call. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's such a great song. Um, did... The virtual console, which sound was that used? Hmm. Virtual console, I'm gonna guess the former. Because it's, uh, it's I, gonna I, go with the NES one? Yeah, because right. I, I just I'll just I say the Famicom just to carry the other side of the spread. Okay. Yeah, the way I the way I see it is that uh, they're going with the NTSC version for NTSC. American release. It's the the format they use for uh, well I should say NTSC America instead of the Japanese, because they both use similar formats. But either way, um they, uh, I would just assume that because they're releasing the American version of the game. Okay, cool. I'm pulling it up in my 3DS. I just want to know. I, I personally don't know, but let's do this live and let's put this to rest. I've always wondered. Mm -hmm. uh, let's reset it. All right, good idea. First mm -hmm. question. So I will do this. Okay, listen up. NES. Is it? Yeah. For sure. Right? I think so. 
a very short-term memory. I didn't realize. I know every time I hear this, it's always. I was just I was just assuming that you already had this scripted, much like these questions that we have no idea what we're coming. Like what? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna ask me next, and what else I'm gonna have to drop. Ooh. Is this NES? This is NES. Yeah, it's the same song yeah. for sure. So it wasn't this one. No, no, no. no, no. Interesting. Okay, so that's I guess for all Famicom games or all all games on the virtual console. They, they just stick well, with the NES version. Well, I think it's... I wonder if they do it differently in Virtual... Uh, or um, Virtual Console Japan? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd assume they would, because it's just an issue of the ROM. I think it's just an issue of the ROM. So the ROM is localized. Yeah. I would like, maybe in the future, that maybe they could give an option. I know Nintendo would never do something like that, but... They'd have to, they'd have to go back in. when they the released the NES and had less channels? Versus the Famicom? I think it's because the disc system was an add-on later on. Oh, I guess okay. was a, maybe the NES had an add-on that was never. I think they were considering it because I remember there being a port at the bottom of the NES. Or most most Nintendo consoles did like have some that kind of weird mystery, mystery port mm. that never has a purpose. <laughs> like the um, 64DD. Yeah, the 64DD had that. The GameCube had some sort of. There were so many different things. At the well, the GameCube had that thing for the modem for Fantasy Star Online. And the Game Boy Advance player, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So what was your first Metroid experience? Well, probably playing Metroid at your place. Yeah, yeah, but right. we what was your like proper, like, when you first, like... Oh, uh, Super, Super Metroid. Okay, mm -hmm. so... You know I still haven't played Super Metroid. What? Oh. Shame on me. Oh. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, I would say that's in contest for the best Metroid game between that and Metroid Prime 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd agree. I was looking this up online today, and actually, Zero Mission is is um, is right up there in terms of. Oh, oh it's a great game. One. No, no, that one. it's a fantastic game. I recently just played that game, and I love it. So, so is Zero Mission just a remake of the first game, or is it its own game? If I'm not mistaken, it's a remake of the first game with a Zero Mission added on, where Sammy so loses her suit uh, and she's in the Zero suit, and she has to make it through some like temple. Yeah, exactly. And presumably, and there's like tentacles chasing her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, this this is this is not for all ages, Robbie. We just Oh no 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 I know. I was just concerned. No no it's all good. This is this is just three dudes talking. I could be about whatever. Um because your mission was great, the animation, the fluid animation. It was just mm -hmm. such a I wonder if that had no the the music was probably redone as well. They probably Yeah, for sure. Oh for the GBA version? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. Okay, so um, I'm going to get into the, the creators of Metroid here. Uh, Sakamoto, uh, Sakamoto, he's the father of, uh, of Metroid. He developed and wrote um, Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Zero Mission, and Metroid Other M, which <laughs> is Metroid Other, Other M is known for its horrible writing and horrible story. And that was all him. Isn't that weird? Yes and no. Metroid games were story-based, but not story-heavy, if you know always, what I mean. That was always Sakamoto's, like, that was his direction. Like, what happened? Yeah, but they were, they were never... I think he just, like, in his old age, he wanted to make a movie, and just kind of failed. I, I guess, yeah. They, I don't know if maybe he had a lot of influence from, uh, who was it, Team Ninja? That helped no, develop Team it? Ninja, like um, Sakurai with Super Smash Bros. Brawl, they, mm -hmm. they, just, they were just, like, hired. They were hired to help. It was... Nintendo never really had a team to make Metroid in the 3D series. They always um, hmm. 
They almost used the, the Dallas uh, Retro Studios to make it. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. why the change? And that's why I don't understand the, the change in the entire style and mood and themes of the game. Maybe he was trying to get artsy in his old age and he wanted to like do that. I don't know. Like, he wanted it, to make it more along the lines of like other blockbuster titles. And that's what I'm wondering if maybe they just were getting very tropey and just decided to make the, the story more like everything else. Which is a possibility for sure. Um, again, I still stand by that although Metroid games were story-based, they were still not story-heavy. Well, even the story itself was, it's not a particularly complex story. It just sort of... Oh, of course it is. Like, um, the, the, um, the NES manual was like a thick book all about story. Yeah, like, but that's, oh, the, that's the instruction from... manual, though. In-game, there was nothing. I mean, that could have been also, you know, game, limitations. there was absolutely nothing. There was, there was no UI system. There was no menu. It was, <coughs> it was you were by yourself in there, and, and that's absolutely Like, it. Your, your story was just this short paragraph that it's year, whatever, I was going to say 20XX, but that's Mega Man. <laughs> and uh, it just sort of, Samus has arrived on this planet, hunting this, chasing yeah. some, you know, uh, emergency beacon or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. And then you just kind of pick up the pieces as you go along. Like, that's why, I, well, one of the reasons I love Metroid Prime, because if you're a space hunter arriving on a planet, there is not going to be any scrolling text or a banner or, you know, uh, back uh, behind the scenes scenes or any sort of explanation for what's going on. Mm -hmm. You just arrive and you figure shit out as you go along through all the constant scanning of every little thing in front of your face. Yeah, and I think that principle is what makes a good Metroid game from the Prime series to the 2D series. I agree, and I feel like that's almost... You, you kind of see that concept. It's most strong within Prime. Prime 2 is a little softer. There's a little bit more information. There's a little bit more scanning heavy. Then Metroid Prime 3 actually brought in uh, more or less a story to it with the other bounty hunters. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of flimsy. I do not care for Metroid Prime 3. Holly disagrees. What, Metroid Prime 3? Yeah. Oh, I love that game. Yeah. But again, I don't think it was because of the story. It was because of the gameplay. To me, that game handled the best out of any well, other Metroid Prime, and that's why I had such fond memories of it. It's yeah. it was one of the best handling Metroid games I think I've ever played. It was incredible. Yeah, I also never played that game, but I also never played Prime when it first came out. Um, Kingdom Hearts came out at the same time for Prime, and I, you know me with Kingdom Hearts, I mm -hmm. fell in love with it, and I I shoved uh, Metroid Prime to the side until. It was released on the Wii U Virtual Console, and I got to play it with the, uh, the, the Wii Remote and Nunchuck, and wow, we, yeah. 10 years later, that game is just as good, and, and it's pretty. The graphics still hold up very, very well. Yeah. I remember playing it as a kid, I, well, even when I got Kingdom Hearts, I think I, I dabbled in it, but I never got very far. I, got, I think I got to the Ice World, and walking into that world, and the snow, and the particle effects, mm -hmm. wow, we, they did retro did a very good job making that game yeah. look good. And why take it away from them? Well, don't don't get me started. Donkey Kong Country, I think, is is by far... I, I love that game even more than the Prime series. You're insane. Oh, Donkey somebody. Kong Country is... Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze are two of the best platformers ever made. Yeah, that's fine. I, I will not contest that, but if you're going to say they're better than the Metroid Prime series, you're nuts. Prove it. Sorry, oh, God. I, I just <laughs> took the booker card. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to agree with Polly on this one. Yeah, I, I, I think you would. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm alone, but... Especially since Metroid Prime is one of my favorite games of all time. Really? Is it up there? What, oh, yeah. What number is it? I don't know. It just It's in the it's in the higher echelon with, with that and the first Bioshock and yeah. Chrono Trigger. Just my all-time favorites. Like, it's one of the few ones that actually stand up from the GameCube era on the same level as like your childhood favorites. Yeah. Where when I played that game, it was like a revelation. Just the level of the graphics, the immersion, uh, the, the lack of hand-holding. Yeah, sure, there was aim assist, but that, that this was a time where... Aim assist? Um, yeah, the, your... <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Aim assist? Oh. Yes. Shame. Shame. Sorry. Sorry, You're making it. Oh. Sorry to interrupt. Keep going. But yeah, well, the, your tar- your targeting reticule would snap to your target sometimes. That's okay. Based on, well, it was sort of like a lock-on system, mm. but it's still in the early days where, you know, sort of twin-stick shooters weren't as common or tight as they are now. Yeah. Okay. But in terms of, yeah, just the emergent, just the little things like when you come out of the water, seeing the beads of water come down off the visor or... Yeah. Um, Sometimes, like sometimes, seeing that when there's a flash, the brief reflection of Samus's face in the glass. Oh, and the frost and the like fog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be a great game to be remade in a virtual reality. Oh, with VR, oh, it will happen for sure. Get well, it. assuming that the NX is going to have some form of VR well, I'm capability, not about the NX, like something. Well, I'm just saying, right? Now, look, like, I think the NX topic will be a home console, a portable <laughs> console. It will be a VR console. It will be a blender. It'll be a Steam box. I hear that if you input the Konami code into it, startup, it'll actually suck you into the console. I hear it's gonna be like reboot, and you have to like tap this thing on your chest and it changes you. <laughs> I am so sick of NX rumors and yeah. just Nintendo. Just release it already. We're, oh, whatever. March what it is. March twenty seventeen. We can wait. Oh. It's just. But I wouldn't be upset wild. about it now. We, we have to get a Metroid game for that system. Metroid only We don't have to. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. If, if history would dictate. Metroid has not only skipped the Wii U, but it also skipped the N64 generation. What do you mean? There's all kinds of Metroid games coming out now. Are you referencing uh, Federation Force? Yes. Okay, let's saying. not get into that. We're, we're going to get into a little discussion about that. Oh, I just, uh, I have a little assault. A little bit of salt about you. This. You do? Oh god, everybody does. Well, you so guys, how much longer do we have to wait for a true Metroid Prime game? And it's not like they're super, super it's, complex. Especially during the 30th anniversary. Like that's that's where really oh, poor guys, salt is. We're into doing the more than Nintendo is for celebrating Samus's birthday. Like yeah, they haven't mentioned that bitch. Poor girl. Yeah, and they probably won't. And it's sad. Mario got. 3D or, or Mario Maker for his 30th, and mm-hmm. Link got two games for his 30th. He got a Link Between Two Worlds and a uh, Link Between Worlds. A Link Between Worlds. What world? And worlds. Uh, Triforce Heroes, which is which was made by Grezzo, which is a Zelda company, but still it was directed by Inuma. But, but yeah, Metroid just Samus doesn't get any love. It's just kind of like, well, I would say she's the Leonardo DiCaprio of the Nintendo <laughs> franchise. <laughs> yeah. really stand up she'll, she'll get her Oscar sooner or later. Mm, I think she will, and I think we're going to see it on the NX. I, I don't know, but I hope we will. Yeah, remember that time when we said we're sick of the NX room? 
Sorry. This is a yeah. prediction. They're they're different. But I, I'm again. I'm, I, I'm very all, tired of predictions as well. All I was saying is if there's ever going to be a system that's going to happen on where Prime would be brought into VR, it's most likely going to be the NX if they decide to put that VR capabilities into it. It would give them the right type of framework, the uh, right capabilities, and the right time to release, potentially, Prime 4 and yeah. give the franchise back to Retro. That's my opinion on it. Whether or not it happens is completely up to them, but I think it would be awesome if they did. Okay. Are we suggesting that VR is just the future of all video games? No, but I'm just suggesting that it's the new uh, gimmick, at least. Mm. At least. And everybody's jumping on board including uh, Microsoft taking on, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they have functionality with the um, Oculus. Mm -hmm. Uh, PlayStation has PSVR or Morpheus or whatever the hell it's called now. Yeah. Nintendo isn't really doing anything. Like Jesus HTC has their own VR. Yeah, and I think Nintendo will sit on the back burner and and let it take off and let it be a success. And if it is, Nintendo will jump on it. But I think they're they're holding their horses right now on it. Yep. Um, Are you excited for VR? I'd like yeah, to try it, but like I, I'm not putting. Same. I didn't pre-order anything from that stuff. I would never I just, pre-order. Anything. I don't trust the longevity. I think people are going to realize that they don't have enough space in their homes to properly play VR. Yeah. Unless they get one of those like ridiculous cylindrical things that was in Community in season yeah, seven yeah. or whatever exactly. six. I mean. Yeah. Well, VR has come and it was a failure back in the '90s. So hopefully, the second the second coming will be like the Wii with Power Glove, in a sense. I was just thinking Virtual Boy. <laughs> I just you know, VR fails not because of the graphical capabilities, but just the... It, it's too involved. Like, yeah, you look like an idiot when you're playing. That yeah. that, I don't think that's the base of People look like idiots when they play the Wii. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just more of it's how involved you need to be that this becomes your entire environment. In terms of VR for video games, it's going to, like I think it'll stick around. Will it completely eclipse traditional gaming? I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's I, I really don't know, and I, I want to hold off judgment until it comes out and uh, we until see it if happens. We like it. It's neither a good thing or a bad thing. Whether it does, it's, there's no reason to see the sky is falling, which is why I don't understand yeah. the the rapid hatred for random NX rumors. Oh, it's going to be portable. Oh, I don't want it to be a portable. Oh, it's going to be a console. No, I want it to be portable. And it's... Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I, that's why. That's what, that's what I mean. Who cares? Yeah. Perfect yeah. showed it off, so everyone shut the hell up. And Like, the Wii U exactly. was a tremendous failure, but I love the Wii U to death and the games I, I have for it. The games that are out, I think it's a success. It's not... There's... Well... I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm happy with it, for sure. I don't think there's it's still a success. Games, like, sure, sure, there's not a lot of games up, but there's still games that I'm dying to play. I still want to play Star Fox Zero, despite all the horrible um, ratings. I still want to play 101, uh, the wonderful 101. Yeah. Which I still haven't played, and I do want to play that as well. I can play Bayonetta 2. I love Bayonetta 2. Mm-hmm. Well, I still got to play that. I want to play the first one. I'm not saying the system was um, was bad. And the it's... graphics, like Mario Kart 8, for example, like... That, that game could hold up like the best of, of PS4 and Xbox. Okay, that's a bit of a stretch. I don't think it is. No, it is. Look, don't get me wrong. For the capabilities of the system, it looks absolutely phenomenal. And they could squeak a lot out by cherry-picking their art styles to be something that can get away oh, yeah, with something sure. Yes. But well, that's why Zelda is... Uh... To say it's going to go up against a PS4 title, something that was built from the ground up for the PS4, yeah. no. 
Like there's I think, no way. I I think it. I think it's. I think I I agree. I, I mean I disagree with you. I think I think it can. I just remember when everyone was going on. Remember that tech demo when it was just like the lake and I think there was like cherry blossoms falling. Oh, out there was like the bird at the beginning out yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. I think you're getting confused with the Unreal Engine. No, demo. no, no. It was the Wii U tech demo before they released it. The Wii U tech it was demo Journey had three. And it was the one they showed before they showed the Zelda tech demo for the Wii U. Oh, okay. So where he was in a church with a spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was something just to show off like the graphical capabilities for the Wii U. And yeah. It looked fantastic, Which and I don't think any games have ever matched up to what they showed in, the, in those two videos. I, I have to look at those. But yeah, cool. Mm. I think we should uh, take a break. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll be back. Okay, and we're back. Um, Nintendo just released a, a Blast Ball that is Metroid Prime Federation Blast Ball. And they just released a demo, and we're gonna do a live first impression. We are just setting up the room. Ryan set it up. Um, what team are we, Ryan? We're Indigo. Have you joined the game? Yep, we are Team Indigo. And we're gonna be playing against Team Gold. Oh, so it actually lets you in the pre menu just like muck about in the suit, which is interesting. Okay, cool. So we're all in, everybody? Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, X to start the match. Are we ready or we want to muck about a little bit more? Let's muck about a bit. Okay, so you use the... Um... Oh, it's got a pretty floaty jump. Well, so... it is a Metroid game. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Are you guys playing with your 3D on? Uh, no. 3D on, yes. Oh okay. my god. Which I don't usually do. I'm loving this helmet. It's very, like, um... It is immersive. Okay, yeah, that. And, and the animation, like, when you, um... There's no up and down aim though, which is odd. If you guys hold um, L, you'll walk onto the ball, and if you tap B while you're holding left, you'll do a little um, side step. Yeah. And I love the animation. To look up and down, you have to hold R, and then it's uh, kind of like Splatoon aiming. Oh, so it's gyro. Okay, so it auto locks. Yeah. I'm auto locked onto the ball. Yeah, right. So when you're auto lock, press R, and then you can kind of like choose where you want to hit the ball. If you choose to hit the ball on the bottom, you can do like lob shots and. And different angle shots. You guys, do you guys kind of get that? It is very surprisingly Metroid in terms of its control scheme, but it's just I don't know. Let's get the actual game going, yeah. Yeah, let's start. So, Polly, you comfortable with the controls? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, it's the three of us against Alpha V3, two Alpha, and A1 AI. <laughs> And go, here we go. Alright, let's own these fools. Oh, how come I can't move? Because I'm trying to use a D-pad like an idiot. Yeah, don't D-pad, Ryan. Shh. Okay, shoot, shoot, we oh, nice! We got a goal, we got a goal. Alright, that was easy. I'm playing support. Tools. So this is basically- Defense! This is basically kind of like a uh, Rocket League kind of deal. I think, it a much, like it. I think a much slower paced, more strategic version of it. I've never played it, so I wouldn't know actually, but... So if you hold A, you can do a charge shot, and that will give you a, give it a nice boost. 
Ow. It is kind of strange that the characters are like, nice. Yeah. Wrecking it, wrecking it. We are up two points. So apparently they get more and more difficult progressively in this challenge mode. I think after after we beat them, they're going to get progressively better. Okay. I don't think they get better. Oh, so it's, a, it's like match. a three to win kind of game, I guess. Yeah, it's three to win. Good, ball launch. It's in, a, it's in our side. Oh, 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 oh! So close. Okay, it's in the... Okay, try to get in the center. I'll go for the finishing touch. Wait, hold up. I'm a cherry Ow. picker. Ow. Don't touch it. You keep getting super damaged, man. Yeah, it's me. Ball keeps, no, me. Because the ball keeps running into me. Well, you're going to go right in front of it. Although something's in the middle. Blast it, Ah. Yeah. Are you guys using your side step? It's really helpful yes. in a situation like this. But the enemies are stealing all the pickups. Have you? I haven't even got a pickup yet. Oh, maybe I think the ones that are just there, like the generic ones, are help. That explain why I can't use them for anything. Oh, I got a shield, and I think like Splatoon, if I touch you guys with it, damn it. You share the shield, Robbie. You are also on fire. I think it's it's my shield. Oh no no, I'm actually on fire. I'm about I'm about I died. Yep. Okay. I think friendly fire is a thing in this game. Oh really? Out of the way, are you like straight up dead? I don't know. I don't know. It just takes a. It's like a five second respawn. Okay, let's see what this does. Where's the ball right now? What did I do? I have no idea what I did. Okay, guys, go, go, go. How am I doing this? Yes, yes, we got it. No, 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 no. Somebody help me here. We got it, we got it, we got it, we got it. Guys, guys, come on. Oh my god. Get in your hole. Get in my belly. Bottom of the hole is your home! Do you not want to go in your home? There we go. Come on, come on, there we go! Very nice. Holy crap. Thank you, job, guys, we won. Yeah, it's just, yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's shut this down. Let's have a little quick discussion about it. I think maybe we should just, um, Turn your volumes off, maybe. Just kind of set it aside. Oh, my volume's all the way down. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay, so two goals out of three losers. Yeah, we wrecked them, but and, and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. <laughs> and exit. And yeah. So exit. this game is uh, made by Next Level Games. They made the Punch Out remake. Yep. Uh, Strikers, mm -hmm. Luigi's Mansion Two, yep. or Dark Moon, depending on where you're from. All fantastic games. This developer is the best. Agreed? Oh, I wouldn't say the best. They're, they're good. good. Oh, they also, made, good. they also made Pilot Wings, which is just honestly one of my favorite 3DS games. I don't know if it's because it was a launch game and I kind of like fell in love with it because I put so many hours into it because that's all there was to play at the time. Or maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't make Pilot Wings, but, but either way, what do you guys think? It was fun. Don't get me wrong, it was fun. I just don't know what to think of this game without a story. The one thing I didn't like about it is I couldn't, mind you, there might be a way to do it, but I couldn't find a way to aim up and down. Yeah, you can if you uh, turn on the um, gyroscope physics. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. If you hold R, um, you could, you could uh, use your 3DS as a... Um, 
as a virtual gamer. So very much like what they did in like the Zelda releases, the 3D releases for 3DS. Yeah, but I think it's more like Splatoon. It has more of that Splatoon feel. Okay. It's okay. kind of it's, it's very slight. You're not yeah. like moving out to look like this. It's more of just like it's. What's the word? Yeah, it's good for subtle. It's good for like subtle hits and like little tweaks on your aiming. Mm. Okay, so if you decide to shoot the ball from the bottom, it, that's why if you if you hold if you hold L, you're always automatically aimed at the ball. But if you hold R, you could slightly move to the left. Or later on in the demo, if um, they'll have these moving targets, and you have to learn to move your target maybe like a foot above it or to the side of it, and then. It kind of, it's really hard to, to explain, but go play the demo and, and you'll see it. Okay. Well, first impressions were good. I just... I, I want to play the story first before I get is my full opinion. Is there going to be a story? And like sports games typically don't have... No, this is, this is Blast Ball. The, I don't, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be released in a dual package, but Metroid Prime Federation Force yeah. is, is the game. This is like the spin-off sports title that comes with the game or... We think comes with the game. Yeah. I want to see what happens with the game. It controls well. Oh yeah, the it game is very the game well. is polished as, 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 as you can get. Like, it's a good looking. Well, it's not that good looking, but it's it's really smooth. I think sixty frames per second. I feel. Yeah, I really like the UI. I really like the immersion of the helmet, but I I'm not gonna be the person to call a demo shallow, but. Yeah, I, 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 I'm kind of with I'm kind of with Ryan on this. Well, you guys have you guys have just played a small part of the demo. If you actually, I think if you play like four or five matches, it will un, it will unlock the Metroid Prime Federation training. Okay. And when you get into that, it's 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 like um kind of like VR missions. rails. VR mission. <laughs> okay. So it gives you more of a feel of how the game's actually going to play. You're going to be moving. You're going to be going through actual level design. But this is a co-op game. This isn't a... It's uh, interesting in concept, but I feel like it plays like Metroid from a gameplay perspective with the lock-on, the lateral movement, or at least like yeah. a Metroid Prime game. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like somebody's like, you know, people really want a Metroid Prime game. It really must be the gameplay alone that people are into. Just <laughs> take that completely out of context and put it on a different so game. If this which is an interesting decision... But I feel like I'm really craving that Metroid exploration that I'm not going to expect to get from this game. So if this game had no Metroid branding, would you be excited for it? No. Okay. Yeah, I probably still wouldn't be excited for it, but I, I think I wouldn't have anywhere near this, the amount of salt. This won't be like a Splatoon instant hit type thing where it's like a brand new game idea. No, this is a brand new game they, idea. They, they've taken an existing idea, gameplay-wise, as Ryan was saying before, and are trying to put a different spin on it, mm -hmm. but I don't think the spin was needed. They just needed another Metroid Prime game. Do they? Yes. Yeah. Well, when did 3 come out? I don't know. It would 2007. Me. Right? So we're looking at almost 10 years. Yeah. Well, this is actually a... I think Metroid Prime Pinball... Came out a little later. <laughs> <laughs> well, when did um, oh, we're when did Other End come out? As like as lot as Other End came like out um, August two thousand ten. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's still six years. Yeah, it's six years. But I think we got a. Uh, oh, remember? Did you guys did you guys ever play Hunters for DS Metroid Hunters? I no, that game. Despite no, no, the no, fact no. that every other boss was a totem pole. Yeah, I did like that game as well. Yeah, 
What do you mean every other boss was a totem pole? Every other boss, every other boss was, was, was basically was a, literally totem a totem pole. It was like this <laughs> weird pole thing. I think it was like, I, I can't remember in the game, it was like some kind of the game was on data the center you had to break down or something. Yeah. They were just progressively more difficult totem poles that you had mm-hmm. to defeat. But like the actual multiplayer, the asymmetric multiplayer was so much fun. Yeah, I agree. But the controls, you had to use the thumb pad to aim. Do you remember? I can't say I do. Yeah, it didn't have analog controls, so you would use... Every DS fat came with a thumb pad, and that's how you controlled Mario 64 DS. Mm-hmm. And you would, and that's how, that's how you would control the game. So it was really, really awkward. But well, I have good memories of it, it too. It was, it, was, yeah. it was a very long time ago. But I, I have great memories of that game. I wish I had played it. You never played it? No. No, it was a lot. It it came with every DS system, I think. That was my aim with it. Yeah. I had to buy it, I thought. Oh, the demo. The demo came with it. Sure, yeah, that's what The demo did come with it, yeah. You're right about that. So you're not going to pick this game up, um, Prime Federation Force? Depends on the price. It really depends on the price. It's going to probably be another $39, $49 game. No, then... Because you're getting Blast Ball, and then you're getting the full campaign story. I am gonna wait for to see what yeah to see what the vast majority of people are saying about yeah, this story. I, I want to see what this game has to it, and I know I'm not gonna find this out from the demo. At the same time, up against everything else there is out right now in terms of video games, I just don't see why this, as an adult with finite time, and I can only play so many games, why I would choose this one over something else. Yeah. And you kind of need something to justify that to totally. why you spend that time. You know what? I, I, this game is very similar to Triforce Heroes. You're going to need teammates to play this game. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there'll be some sort of, oh, you, I'm sure you can play it by yourself, but it's, a, it, it's meant to be a co-op shooter. And I think if this game was a solo shooter with like, I, I think I'd be a lot more interested, but I, we still have Triforce Heroes to play. And, and I, I just I just like playing games with myself sometimes. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's the worst thing about it, though. It's just kind of. I think it is. I think the gameplay's great. I think I, I just I'm I'm a big fan of next levels, and I think anything they do is is is, is great. I just don't want to play with people. Yeah. Well, if this was a solo game, I, I I think I'd pick it up day one. But because it's a co-op shooter, I, I'm I'm not really interested. And Blast Ball, I'm sure we'll get bored after. Oh yeah. yeah. It was it was really really rudimentary. Yeah, but once again, we're just basing off of five minutes of a demo. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to give it the benefit That's of the doubt. That's very true. That's very true. And I was the one that wanted to keep playing, but at the same time, there's there's just there's so many multiplayer games out there. Yeah, I mean, we're in a sad world that we're we're the couch co-op is dwindling and everything's becoming kind of online play. But and I'm I'm a fan of co-op games in general. It, just this game. From what I've seen, it it doesn't have anything particularly. If this game was on the Wii U, would you feel that? Would you feel differently? Same art no. style. No, not at all. It wouldn't matter to me. I don't play sports games. Well, it's not even the Blast Ball. Ball. Let's uh, let's uh, Blast Ball is secondary. Let, we're talking about Metroid Prime Federation Force. Yeah, so I need to know a little bit more about that game. I like I know very little about it other than There's the weird sort of digit chibi style. Yeah, the the chibi style is not cute either. No, I love cute graphics, but this is ugly looking. Yeah, they're they're kind of creepy looking. Yeah, they're like uh, brat dolls. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, sure, yeah. 
not, not cool. And it doesn't make sense to the Metroid aesthetic. And this is why I just, I don't understand the purpose of attaching the Metroid name to this other than to just get that marketing push. Which it seems kind of a strange thing to do because Metroid is popular, but it's not like epically popular. And apparently they don't really care that much about the IP if they're not going to come up with games at the same rate that they would with some of their other IPs. So it just seems a very strange move. Very strange. Other M, I think, put a very, like, I think the sales of that game weren't very good. Yep. So they might have just like... Uh, you almost feel like there's something in the background saying, well, Other M didn't sell very well, so it must be that Metroid games suck, so <laughs> I guess we just don't make any more. Yeah, yeah, sure. You want to give more credit to the developers than Nintendo, but yeah, it seems, it seems like that. It, it <laughs> seems like that's the conversation. Probably not the situation, but yeah, I'm sure. It's a shame. Has anyone seen the artwork from Next Level Games of um, a Metroid game that I guess they were working on? I guess it, I guess it eventually turned into this. No. Metroid Dread? No. It was a very very nice art style. It was kind of like Guacamole Metroid style. Hmm. Huh. Very cool. So like cell shaded? Yeah. I'll, I'll throw up some images um, on the video. But yeah, it's it's real. No, not cell shaded. Very like 2D. Kind of like low poly. I hate using that word, but... Yeah, okay. Okay. But very, very simple. Simple shapes. But super, super cool. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I was saying before. No, I, I really have no opinion on this right now. I don't want to have an opinion on it. It's it's a yeah, tiny little demo of a side game that's coming with the game. Like it's it's nothing to base an opinion off of right now. Totally. Yeah, like Ryan said, I I agree. Let's. I think once the reviews come out, we'll we'll, we'll get a great idea of yeah of what it's coming what out. Games about yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have on my notes. I got um two D versus three D. And which ones do you prefer? From Metroid? Yeah, do you prefer oh. the Prime series or... Because when Ooh. 2D, when Mario went to 3D, when Zelda went to 3D, they did it all in the N64 era and they did a fantastic job. Just mm-hmm. probably a, as good as as the Prime series. And they're basically the same game, but from a different perspective. So... They're very different games. Okay. They're very, very different games. Like, comparing a... An FPS with platforming capabilities to a shooting platformer shooter, much mm. like let's say Contra or something like that. They're two incredibly different styles for the same game. Very different. Oh, sorry, very similar feel, mm-hmm. but very different games. Are we talking about strictly for Metroid games? Yes. So you, I, like, I would say, like, the, the difference between a Metroid Prime and a Super Metroid is almost negligible. In terms of just form and function, it's just adding in that extra access. And I, I feel like they're almost kind of interchangeable. Like, what I would love to see... Like, I would buy Metroids at the rate that people play, I don't know, Castlevanias, when they were, they were making, like, two games for every single system generation that came out. And just have those two sort of different game styles of 3D versus the 2D. And it may be formulaic, just like many of the other Nintendo franchises. But it's fun exploring that world, that environment, getting your weapons back, coming, picking up the new weapons and picking up and uh, using them to unlock new areas. I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that that's not the case. I, I think they are incredibly similar in the feel and they did a great job in bringing Metroid to 3D, but I still feel like they're much more different than when Zelda was brought to 3D or Mario was brought to 3D. Why would you say that? 
Well, I think Zelda, for it's example, it's a very different feel. Ocarina of Time is basically a link to the past. Just the camera is taken from the sky and, and brought down behind him. Yeah, Mario sixty four. I don't think. I think that was more of a. a well, they had to rethink everything. Yeah, I, I think that realistically, other M is a greater, in a sense, spiritual successor to what the 2Ds were trying to do. Because it's your vantage point at that point. Being first person compared to third person, like every other 2D Metroid game, is still closer to that type of thing. Having the auto-aim with the enemies is much more, or much closer to what they could have done with something like that to make it feel more like the 2D Metroid games. And this isn't to hinder Metroid Prime in, in any way, shape, or form. Metroid Prime is still superior to Other M in every way, but I know why they made Other M. They wanted it to feel more like the 2D. I, I, I see your point. I think Other M was a really cool game where it was like, imagine like Super Metroid. Imagine playing a 2D game and then you press a button and all of a sudden you're kind of like stuck in that position, 3D, and you can kind of like look around, but only in that in that space. So they did they did do something interesting in Other M. It just well, I don't think anybody you know, disliked Other M for the third person perspective. It was, no. For the storyline, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was like, I was. So that's what you're saying is the main difference is the first person versus the, the third person, rather than the two D or the three D versus two D. Well, it's it's the transition from two D to three D, mm. and they decided to go with first person. I feel like that was the biggest jump from a franchise going from one to the other directly. Let's say Super Metroid to Metroid Prime. Yeah, I'm just saying, like functionally, the games still operate the same. It's just a matter of the yeah. environment and the methods, whether like the number of axes involved. And I'm like, when it's the difference between being over the shoulder, third person, or over the shoulder, or first person, like that, that difference is negligible. It's the exploration. Immersing um, yourself in that world and just so picking up those see, items. There's no, there, there's no divide between the Prime series and and the two Ds. They're they're all Metroid games. And that's why it's so strange that there's just that definition that if it's three D, it's a Prime yeah. game, or if it's at least if it's three D first person. And then we don't even know what to call Other M at this point. And I hear fantastic things about Other M from a gameplay perspective. Yeah, I've never really heard anything bad from. But from just that, that, that storyline is the most bizarre thing. It's because she's a lady. That word. Lady. lady. <laughs> <laughs> Insert sound clip here. Mm. Uh, going back to your original question, I do still prefer the 2D games over the 3D. Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, Zero Mission. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. If, if, you, if you were to hand a Zelda like, uh, a Metroid game to me, I, I'd take Zero Mission any day over Prime. Primes are great. I loved not any game. Like it's actually a really hard one. It depends on what I'm in the mood for. You know what I mean? It is for sure. It's, but it's, I take it back. They're all kind of like in, in this case, I gotta go back to my roots with it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Good answer. I think that was a good response. Okay. Let's let's uh, get into listener email. So this is our first podcast, and we don't have any listeners. Listener <laughs> yep. So I'm gonna challenge you guys to uh, to to make like a fake listener email. Let's let's answer it together. Each each person gets uh, one question. Um, I haven't thought of mine, so I'm gonna put you guys on the spot. Um, maybe we should put in some elevator music here to uh, kill the awkwardness. 
So this message is from uh, Play Those Beats 69. He asks, uh, well, it's not even really a question. It's more of a statement. Um, he says, great show, guys. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, those two guys, Paulie and Ryan, are great, but what the fuck is up with that Robbie guy? Uh, is this real? You want to read it? No, I, I trust your judgment. So this, this email... And it's actually Rusty. No one knows who Robbie is. So. Oh, right. Sorry. So Rusty guy. Email I received it's... Uh, it's um, it's actually a review of the episode, and it's only two words. It's just shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a listener email from Randy's sixty nine boner, <laughs> <laughs> and he says um, Metroid Two just got released, and um, Nintendo um, took it down because. They want to protect their rights. Um, do you guys disagree or do you agree? What's going on here? So, what's the situation, Polly? <laughs> so, you want to create a licensed game and not pay any licensing well, I don't fees think they're charging anything. Much. I think it's a it's, free it's, game. But it's beyond the point, though. This isn't... This isn't like when they did like a, a fan translation to Mother 3 or anything like that. This is a game that's been in existence for an incredibly long time and is due and is due for a remake because the the Game Boy game is unplayable yes yeah I completely agree most first generation Game Boy games are basically unplayable I love the fact that it happened but I understand why Nintendo did it they re-released Metroid 2 on the 3DS virtual console how long ago a couple years five or whatever what no, I was that long ago? Okay, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so they release this game and they're charging, let's say, whatever, three ninety nine, dollars $3.99 Canadian, <laughs> right? Um, for this title. And then all of a sudden, these guys from, you know, buttfuck nowhere, North America, whatever, mm-hmm. essentially took this game, completely remade it from the ground up, which is incredible but are now releasing this game in a much better format for free. Oh, it looks fantastic. Yeah, in a much better format mm-hmm. for free. Yes. Plus, Nintendo was going to do something about it. It would have hindered their sales if there were oh, any I disagree. Left I don't think they're doing it because of sales. I think it's more of, these, this, is their, this is their property. they got to protect it no matter what. Like, if that's I don't case, think it's Donald great. Draper holding on to something and doing this for artistic reasons. It's a business. They're making this from a business perspective. It's all about the moolah. And why, like, why would you not? You know what I mean? I, I totally agree. If I was a Nintendo, I'd be like, get that down right now. It's not ours. Like, it's just, it's just common business, I think. It's, it's, it, and it, it's, it would hurt their IPs from their perspective. Sure, whoever is doing this is probably just doing it as a labor of love, trying to create something great. But I guess this asks the question is, um, or ask the question whether or not a game is public domain once it exists for a certain amount of time. Obviously, the answer is no from a business perspective. No. So, this isn't like Mozart, this isn't like some song made up in the you know, a couple hundred years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah this, is, this is a relevant IP owned by Nintendo. Like, this is, this is something that they are still selling for money. That a new game comes out August nineteenth. So if they want to remake, they will hire a company to do it themselves, not some people to do it of their own accord. 
and then released for free. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, I doubt they would ever actually do a remake of Metroid 2, but that's a different issue altogether. It reminds me of the whole thing about the Zelda movie, when the Zelda movie was... Oh, there's so much worse than that. The Chrono Trigger Resurrection, I will always stand by that. How about Mother 4? Uh, they can't really do anything about it. Why not? Of course they can't. No, of course not. they're, They're taking something that is based off of a franchise from Nintendo but is a completely new game. It's a fan game. It's nothing that they've made or released. It's not based off of anything directly. I don't think like so. A remake of Mother 3 or Earthbound or Earthbound Zero or Origins or yeah. whatever they renamed it. Nintendo and Square Enix, they like these, they like, I think it's like a trolling system. They like these developers to like get as far as they can and then squash it right before they release it. They did it with Chrono Trigger Resurrection. That, no, that was way far away from being released. Well, they had Enix, 3D. Like, they, they, were, they, they put a lot of time. That, they, they Project M got shut down. Project yeah. M, yeah. yeah. No, I think Mother 4 is a very different case. Okay. I think Mother 4 is because it's a brand new fan-made game from the ground up. New characters. None of it. None of it. I'm assuming even enemies or moves are Nintendo-oriented. So they've completely taken this this franchise that obviously Nintendo's never going to touch again uh-huh. and made a new game in the newest way possible, if that makes any sense to you. I think they're changing around a lot of, as I was saying before, moves, characters are all brand new and fan-designed, world is brand new, fan-designed. How about like the enemies. likeness? The likeness is, and the name, the likeness, like that's got to be worth something to Nintendo. Yeah, but then why aren't they shutting down like the Kaizo ROM hackings for like Metroid or sorry, uh, Super Mario World and Mario Three and whatever? They're essentially taking their own properties, reworking them, and then releasing them for emulators. Right? It's it's something like that. I don't think because they're not really doing anything outside of maybe the name. They might make them change the name. Mm-hmm. I think they can get away with it. Well, that's why if they just made this as a new franchise and just kind of well this is a, this is a spiritual successor I don't I, I think you should uh, the booker card isn't hasn't been used yet and yeah I don't know what wait, to do wait with no, this no 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 I, I, I have an example of this already okay. it happened recently and thanks for ruining me what I was about to make a point by <laughs> with this stupid card hey don't 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 be mean to Booker. Not, not to say, and mind you, I still haven't played it, but I am planning on playing it at a certain point in time because obviously I backed it. But Mike number nine, oh. Capcom can't do a thing <coughs> about it, even though it is blatantly Mega Man. So here's the thing: is why call it a mother game when you can see how successful Mighty Number no. Nine should have been if it was a little bit it better. Good. Yeah, for sure. But in terms, well, it was certainly a success in terms of getting the Kickstarter started. Yeah. If they said we want to make a game like the Earthbound series. And this game is going to be Kyle like called Undertale. Yeah, but all they really have to do Undertale. is change the name at that point. Then Nintendo can't do anything. So why don't why didn't they do that in the first? Place? Well, they haven't gotten shut down yet. That's <laughs> the mistake. Is you are taking like IP, intellectual property. Yeah. This is something that belongs to Nintendo. Yeah. It's just like if I decided I want to sell beverages, and then I could slap Coke, a Coke logo on it and just call it. Coke Ryan. <laughs> I don't think Coke would take very kindly to that. And it would be kind of a dick move on my part because everybody knows I'm using the Coke name to try to raise awareness to make 
my beverage endeavor higher profile than it is. I'd be coasting off of someone else's success. Yeah, but I see this is exactly what they're doing. No, because you're assuming that they're selling the game. This game's coming up. But it doesn't matter. It's the whole whole idea of it. No, 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 no. That's not the the point. They're making this game because they know Nintendo won't. These are Earthbound slash Mother fans making a game because they want more Mother. Go it's with Undertale, then. Look at yeah. Undertale. Undertale is a great example. It's totally inspired by, by Mother, but they did their own spin on it. They made yeah. their own game, and, and Nintendo can't do anything about it. It's, 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 they're, they're flattered that they made a game based on... Yeah. Ze- Ze- Led Zeppelin hasn't made music in a long time. Are you going to write a new Led Zeppelin song for them? Well, it depends on if I can get John Paul Jones. Well, you don't have to, apparently. <laughs> you just get any bunch of schmucks together and call it whatever, so long as it sounds similar enough. Just throw some baby, baby, baby O's, get the drummer really, really drunk, and it'll be a Led Zeppelin song. Okay, I think, I think that closes that question. Yeah. Um, yeah any, is one. there any more fake questions? Anybody have a, a fake question they, they, they want to ask? Um, yes, considering <laughs> how amateur this podcast is, <laughs> how do you sleep at night? <laughs> With, with loads and loads and loads of money. Okay, and on that note, um, we have a booger card here that we, we, we didn't get to use. Um, if anyone has an idea of what they want this card to, to be used as for the next game, um, please leave a comment in, in the comment section. And how I could use it to bully the other two people because I still have possession of it. Oh, you still do? I do. I didn't use it. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, so, it's um, mine now. I'm taking it home with me. So Ryan will be in possession of the Booker card. Forever. For, forever. So please leave a, a comment on how we can use it and uh, a fun way that will make our podcast even better. Um, don't forget to leave a, uh, an email uh, or question. You can um, leave it in the comment below or you can email it to us at uh, gameandwatchitwithrusty at gmail.com. And uh, thank you for listening. And on that note, I'm Rusty. I'm Polly. I'm Ryan. And you just game and watched it.